All right, enough of that. Welcome in. It is the 14th of October, 2021. The show happens each and every weekday in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Here we go. Hey, it's Blind Tony. And you know what? If I'm not reading Braille or teaching in the office or walking into the ladies' restroom by accident, you know what? I'm usually listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here's your host, Eric Zane. Welcome in. How are you all? Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Okay. So uh, welcome in. Glad you are all here. Everybody kind of gather around. I, I, I'm looking at the comments on the live stream before I get to them. Uh, just as a, as a reminder, I like to throw out uh, how many different ways you can... Um, get this show uh for right now for the uh uh current time being you can catch it live facebook.com slash eric zane fan page brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev unless i get thrown out again which does happen from time to time as we all know uh twitter at eric zane show on twitter you can see it there as well if that's how you want to get it and that's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then, of course, the almighty YouTube. Check it out there. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss is an independent licensed insurance agent slash broker. Thank you for sponsoring YouTube. As always, you have any uh, comments you want to get just to me so no one else sees it, you can either text it to me because a lot of you do have my phone number. I'm just one of those people. Or you can uh, send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Shoreliners striping. That's what they do. They stripe parking lots. They sweep parking lots. They paint athletic fields. They're awesome. Okay. They own the email. They own the inbox. Okay. So there's all that. And then, of course, wherever you download audio podcasts, and that is, I mean, I mentioned it last, but that is the bread and butter of this podcast is the audio podcast to download wherever you want, whenever you want, wherever you download podcasts, just search Eric Zane show or go to my website, ericzaneshow.com. And all of this information is there. Just look around. Don't panic. Panic. If you don't see it right away, just read, use the uh, amazing eyes that our good Lord, baby Jesus gave to you. All right. Sorry about all the racket on the microphone. I had to adjust it. I know it's loud. Okay, so all of that out of the way. So glad that you're all here. And then very soon, the live stream that I just talked about is moving to Twitch for the actual live portion of the show. And then it will be spit out to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. That's a process. There's a lot of uh, building. I mean, there's like uh, graphics and things like that and, and nuances and things. And I, and I have all these different tools at my disposal, um, which... There, there, I, I had a meeting yesterday. This is not an easy process. This is something that's going to take us a real learning curve. And I'm just like, well, look, this is all I want to be interested in right now. And that is so that when I do switch over to Twitch and it's twitch.com slash Eric Zane live now, go there and uh, follow. I told you before, just Eric Zane, that's dead. Eric Zane live, twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. Go to that page and follow it. 
Um, the idea is so that I just have, uh, I'm able to very quickly transition over. And uh, the, the absolute bare minimum is uh, giving you what you're seeing right now, which is me laughing, talking, the visual, the dogs, the audio, all that stuff. Uh, and then work my way up from there. There's a lot of great tools that that thing has that are really boring to describe, but um, still very, very cool. Um, and I see, uh, as I mentioned, Mike Ball is in the comments and he has been really leaning into the idea. Uh, he has uh, crowned himself. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. Uh, the late, great Dennis Green. He has been crowning himself on the victory in this half marathon that we and I, uh, he, we and I, he and I are uh, competing against against each other i can't talk on sunday the grand rapids half marathon okay yeah and he is so laying it on thick my god the uh the amount of shit talk out of his mouth uh i'm kind of bored of it all frankly um let's see what is the latest Meathead quote of the year from Mike Ball. Quote, walk up to him and tell him he's good. Eric, I'll be waiting Sunday morning for you to take your father's advice. And then everybody else is jumping on board, throwing uh, throwing dirt on my grave. Everybody has. There isn't one of you that believes that I can beat this guy. Tyler writes, I think I actually saw Eric's soul die after that advice. Uh, he has been just crushing it laying it on so thick was something else he wrote on his own facebook page about this exact thing um the long anticipated race week is finally here months ago x radio legend thank you i appreciate that turn podcast guru i appreciate that too started running his mouth how he could beat me anytime at any distance in fact, he claims he has made a hobby out of this for years. Well, talk is cheap, and it's time to take it to... Yeah, you said it. And it's time to take it to the streets and settle this once and for all. We'll be lining up Sunday morning for the half marathon of the 2021 Metro Health Grand Rapids Marathon. But our back-and-forth smack talk doesn't mean anything if we can't do it for a great cause. So, all right, now he's starting to talk some sense here. We have both been involved, long involved with the uh, AT Children's Project, trying to raise money to help kids fight a deadly disease. If you want to help us, you can make a wager on who will win uh, and by how much. The top three closest guesses win cash. Click the link to place your bet. Make sure you tune into the Eric, uh, Eric Zane Show podcast Monday morning to hear him admit defeat <laughs> or probably, oh boy, or probably give a list of excuses why he lost. Aha, <laughs> you fucker. Uh, all right. So there you go. In fact, I'll uh, put it up here again for you. Uh, there you go. ATCP.org slash Eric Zane. I believe. Let me just double check that. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, it isn't. I had to add the word show to the end of it. Uh, I'll put that up for each and every one of you. 
thank you if you uh, if you sent something along. I see we got a couple in the last 24 hours. Thank you so much. So, all right, have at it. In fact, um, I I have the list in front of me, and we will discuss. Uh, Aram writes, Mike Ball, if you want to lose the race by 90, sec- uh, 90 seconds, I'll split the money with you. Aram is like trying to like uh, 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 negotiate here, some type of scam. I'll split the money with you. Just carry him to the finish line, push him across, and then wait. Let me just tell you, if I beat Mike Ball and you happen to win that prize, uh, I, am, um, I am going to fucking hammer you. I see Amanda is in the Facebook chat. She says, I can't chat at all on YouTube now. Not cool. Yeah, I don't know how to undo that. Sorry about that. Well, at least you're here. This is all temporary anyway because the whole thing's moving to Twitch. Don't worry, you can chat to your heart's content. I'll tell you this right now on Twitch. There are some things that are going to drive you guys nuts. So I'm just getting out in front of this right now. Like there's uh, a couple of features. Like when you chat, it's going to appear on the screen. And uh, you're going to have to get used to that. Uh, I actually built it that way. I want it that way. Um, so, you know, just let you know. There's some things you might be like, oh, man, no way. Um, let's see. Dirk says, I imagine Mike taking a Mr. Mom old reference fall at the end of the race to let the boss finish first. Weird. Aram says, you should thank me for motivating you to win. All right, fine. Fine. So here we go. One more show tomorrow before the big race on Sunday. I am, uh, I'm actually pretty excited about that. Michelle writes, who cares about what you want? It's about what we want, Eric Zane. Hey, thanks to everybody who did sign up for that. Uh, sponsoring those kids. That is, uh, that is really spectacular. Thank you very much. Tyler says, anybody else wonder if Eric has been hustling us and has really been training his ass off and is in much better shape than he's been uh, letting on? I guess we'll find out, won't we? Uh, Patrick, uh, Patriot Nick says, it's going to be hard for Mike to win with his little Debbie face slowing him down. That's a weak joke. Come on, Nick. You can do better than that. All right. So... As we get started today, a little bit of drama in the household here. Um, the NFK, my wife's brother who lives with us, uh, he uh, utilizes a few uh, uh, appliances um, very thoroughly. He really works the refrigerator. He really works the microwave. And, um, you know, when you, when your job is to watch 14 hours of TV today, uh, every day and go back and forth from the fridge to the chair, to the toilet for the Bush beer shit cannon, to the chair, to the microwave, to make the frozen meal to the chair, um, you're going to wear things out. The TV has already been replaced. He actually replaced the TV and he's good for this. If, when he destroys it, he replaces it. He replaced the TV. He's the only one that watches it. Um, the ice maker. Remember I told you he hoards ice. He uses so much ice. The ice maker. You know the thing in the fridge. That's what it is. Uh, he, he broke that. He just he uses it so, mar- so much that the parts wear out. And they're like, help me. So, okay. Um, he replaced that. The uh, repair on the fridge. 
Now, the latest thing is uh, I noticed that the microwave has been acting a little wonky. And uh, this, this microwave is, is old. Uh, and uh, he, he puts it to work every single day. You know. Um, so today was the day. And I just happened to go down there right when the drama was unfolding. And um, he was at his wit's end because, the, you see, this would disrupt the routine. I've talked to you many times that um, the way his brain is wired, since he moved in with us 15 months ago, he has created rituals and routines. He's in a, a groove, if you will. And uh, part of that is uh, at 7.30 every day, he gets a frozen meal out and uh, prepares it, heats it all up, seasons the hell out of it. All the salt goes flying all over my range top. And, um, and then he puts it into a Tupperware and puts it in the fridge and then he warms it up. Now that we, as we know is, doesn't make any sense. Why it, why would you do it then? Why don't you just at noon when it's lunchtime, uh, heat it up then and then just eat it. So whatever. It's a ritual. We don't get in the way of that. He wants to do it the way he wants to do it. I don't bust his balls about it. It's already bad enough. The way everything else is with the poor guy. He seems to be happy. I don't want to mess him up. So we give him a wide berth, if you will. This morning I go downstairs and he's, he's, uh, he's stirring the fettuccine Alfredo in the container that it comes in. And he goes, damn it. This damn microwave is broken. Holy shit. Fuck. Motherfucker. Look at this thing. It says, and there's like a big exclamation mark, and it says uh, a, a warning or something. I don't know what the fuck it said. It's something that I've never seen before on the little touch screen on the display. And he's pissed. Oh, is he pissed. And uh, I, uh, he, he the, the meal is not done. It's not, it's not warmed up. So that's going to, this would, oh my God, this would be an absolute, such a major glitch for him. Okay. It'd be like that scene in rain man. Um, that's you remember the scene where, uh, uh, Char, uh, Charlie, which is Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise's character goes up to Raymond and he, uh, like, and he gives him a hug and then Raymond screams and freaks out. He starts screaming and yelling the one scene about hot water, burn baby. And it's just running around five minutes to Wapner fucking. That's what, that's what I'm dealing with here. Like, oh boy, this guy's going to come unglued. So I go walking up to the thing and I'm like, ah, okay. And, um, uh, now he immediately, he always just like gets really, really pissed. So he's furious. He's seething. I can hear him actually going. <laughs> he's mad. I'm like, okay, uh, all right, let me have, let me have a little look-see here. So uh, the, the, the plug for it goes up into the uh, cupboard above it. You know, I open it up and I, I unplug it, count to five. This is an old trick by my old pal Dave Grant, engineer at the radio station Cumulus. Unplug it, reboot it. I plug it back in. It's fine. So uh, he's, in, he's like uh, turned his back to me. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And I go, Kevy, yeah, I got good news, buddy. I got it fixed. And he's, he's blown away. And, uh, what did you do? I go, well, I just unplugged it. It kind of just reset itself. I go, I think it is on its last leg. 
But uh, and he is just well. Thanks, Eric. You know, he's like I can see he's he's, just, he's breathing this relief. Oh, thank God. Oh my God. And off he goes. However, I think we need to have a talk. Side note, I think he's in a rut also where he thinks he can, this is going to piss some of you off, bully the dogs. I've had an idea that when my back is turned, if the dogs happen to be in his path when he's walking him, he um, kind of, as best as he can, as feeble as his limbs work, shoves them, and then they like, well, well, hey, what? What What did I do? One of those deals. Because when this was all going on, poor Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, who is, all, I mean, this dog's been through a lot. You don't, with Benny, you don't want even to raise your voice around this dog. He has been so abused. So, you know, um, I think Benny was kind of just standing there looking at him. And I, I then walked out of the room and uh, I, I was, I heard the sound of like his nails, the dog's nails running like, oh, I'm startled running Scooby-Doo run on the, on the, uh, on the, on the flooring. Like he was suddenly forced to move. Does that make sense? You know? So I think he kind of uh, does a little shovey shovey or something to the dogs which I don't like. If I saw that, I would probably say, so, you know, I, I don't want you to, I would, I would tell him, I wouldn't be a dick about it. I, Cause you know, you gotta be careful with him. I say, Hey dude, uh, I, I don't, I don't really care for, uh, uh, the whole dog shoving thing. I, I, you know, if you could, uh, I'd, I'd prefer it. If you, uh, I don't know, you came up with, uh, maybe take the long way around, maybe more of a gentle hand other than shoving my dogs like that. I, I take that shit very seriously. So, uh, you know, I want to reel that in a little bit. So that was a little annoying. I could hear it, but I didn't see it. So a little difficult for me to run in and like raise five kinds of hell with them if I didn't see it. And I haven't seen it, but I suspect we have a problem. Uh, let's see. Jason Mays says the NFK reminds me of a modern day Uncle Fester. Another old reference. Uh, Tyler says, how do you not be a dick about that? My response would be, if that happens ever again, you're out of here. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I, I, uh, I like to ease into these things, you know, because I don't think I can actually, if you think about it, I don't think I can actually follow through with that threat. If that happens ever again, you're out of here because if he's out of here, you know what that means? He's going to die. So I like to, when I threaten people with something, it has to be legitimate, you know? And I, and I think that, uh, handling it with just the easing into its style, it would write the ship. He kind of like is in the shipping lane and the shipping lane is, uh, is, is quite wide. But sometimes he veers off course and I have to like, hey, buddy, you know, we definitely don't want to be doing that. I, I really take that shit seriously. So let's not do that. And then he would feel terrible and apologize. 
He didn't like pull the dog's ears off. Let's let's be clear on that. I don't want to overreact, which is crazy for me because I typically do overreact. Tyler says, well, I'm a hothead. I don't believe that. I cannot. I don't want to live in a world where I see you going bananas because you seem so not a hothead. Uh, good news. I love these days. You know why? Because the queen of the forest is home. She is, uh, hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. I, uh, I was, I was just informing the, uh, the sweet audience that you are home today. Yeah. How come? What's, what's going on? I mean, I thought you were a substitute teacher every day of the week. Yeah, no, but then nobody needed me today. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like uh, usually it's a wait and see? Yeah, some, most, of the time, well, most of the time I'm pre-scheduled, but if I'm not pre-scheduled, then I just wait to see if something pops up. So do, they, do you get paid today even though you're not there? Mm-mm. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. You got to take that to the union. <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything, but I got... Uh, but I got to work tomorrow, so. Okay. And I worked every, every, I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so. So the, the last job, are you really kind of putting that in the rearview mirror, that job that you had that you hated? It's it's just, it's like a distant memory already, huh? Yeah, I don't even like to think about it. It's so bad. God. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where are you right now, and uh, and what part of the lawn are you raking? I'm not raking the lawn. Oh. I just came upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's raining now. I know it. It just sounded like you were doing something as usual. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're not near. You're, you're not near your brother. Mm-mm. Okay. There was drama this morning. I was just telling the audience about this. The uh, the microwave kind of broke down on him. Oh no. Yeah, and you know how? I mean, I it was right in the middle of the fettuccine making. Oh, he was doing that already at 7 a.m.? Well, it was about 7.25, which you know, he makes the frozen food early and puts it into the container, puts it in the fridge, and then heats it up again later in the day. Yeah. Which is an abs... I don't want to break that up, you know? I, I Part of me wants to ask just because I'm curious, but then that, that might make him go bananas, and then he's going to throw himself off the roof or something. <laughs> this is true. I've thought about that, too. I've thought about asking him, too. I don't... Doesn't it makes zero sense to me? <clears throat> yeah, don't. I don't. Just, and if he thinks it's he, and if he thinks it's quicker, like if you were to say, "Oh, it's just easier and quicker," but it's not. Yeah, not. It not, seems like it'd be some extra step. None of these things make sense, and and no. I I you know it's not hurting anybody. So right. you know whatever. So, so why did the microwave go out? I don't know. There was a big warning on it that I've never seen before, and he was pissed. So. Uh, he turned his back to me. I I reached up to the where it's plugged in, unplugged it, waited, plugged it back in, and then worked fine. And he was blown away by that. He thinks I'm a wizard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And at least he didn't take it out on you. Did he swear at it? No, but I'm glad you said at least he didn't take it out on you because he took it out on Benny. He did? Yes. He must have still been pissed after I fixed it. Or maybe this is just his go-to, but I've noticed he's a little aggressive with the dogs. Huh. He shoves them. 
I didn't see um, it, but I heard it. Oh, boy. And with his leg. He's like, if they're there and they're around him, he kind of like gets them out of the way. Yeah. So I didn't see it, so I couldn't say anything. But we got to keep an eye on that. I mean, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't, I mean, especially Benny. Benny's, you know, you can't even look at him cross-eyed without him uh, whimpering. Exactly. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on that. So yeah, just if the if you see it, just give him the old. Uh, if you see it before I do, give him the old. Hey, um, it, it, it probably uh, if you could not be so aggressive with the dogs, that would be awesome. And then he'll yeah. uh, he'll feel like shit, and then apologize one hundred times. Right. Uh, exactly. The audience is uh, what Tyler said. Oh yeah, you should scream at him and tell him you're going to kick him out. I'm like, I can't do that. Because I'm not going to. I'm not going to kick him out, no matter what he does. Right. That's a little... Yeah, that's, that's too much. Little. That's too much. Every, <laughs> everybody knows that I am, uh, I am not an overreactor. I am a, a well-thought-out individual that does not do fly off the handle, ever. Hmm. <laughs> that's a little uh, <laughs> exaggerated. You think that's kind of an overstatement? Yeah. What's that? That's a little bit of an overstatement, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, you ready to go to our, uh, we got a big super spreader event we're going to go to tomorrow. Are you excited about that? I'm ready, yes. Now, this is a super spreader event. There's no doubt about okay. it. Okay. I'm just, we, we're all going to be packed into that stadium, and everybody's going to get COVID. I don't think so. I do. I'm, I, I, I actually want it. I want to get it. Are you quit being an idiot? <laughs> God, you say some of the most ridiculous things. I'm just being a dumbass. Come on. I'm just being silly because there's 11,000 people packed into a room and nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah, don't be stupid. Not stupid. It's a joke. Mm. I can't joke on my podcast? What? No. All right. You can't. Very good. Okay, stupid. All right, have a good one. Love you. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, see you, bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah. Queen of the Forest. Patriot Nix says, Eric, easing into threatening people. Weird. It seems like you just got out of Facebook jail for threatening to strangle someone. Melinda writes, I think maybe the NFK struggles, uh, that the NFK struggles with empathy. It just needs a reminder that dogs have feelings and get scared, etc. We have to keep in mind he may not have all the uh, faculties and emotions we do. Exactly. He's, he's uh, what are you, what are you, there's always those terms. A couple cards short of a full deck. Uh, not the sharpest pencil in the box. No, he's smart. He's just, he's not, he doesn't lost his marbles a little bit. I mean, actually some of the marbles got taken out of his head. Uh, Sarah Rook, 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 no, but his ass ends up getting bit like bit by like Daisy. That'll not be cool. I don't know. Dean Root, uh, sick fuck Dean. I'll be right there. Pooh, stay away. We, uh, by the way, I cannot believe that this slipped my mind. Um, God, I need to send this picture to myself right now. Bear with me. This is this is incredible. And it, it, as soon as I saw Dean's name, I was reminded of it. 
Oh, my God. All right. Let me send this picture to me. And then I will be able to share it with you. All right. And then I'll tell you the story behind it. All right. Looks like the tarantula farmer says he's got six, maybe eight now for paintball. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me share this screen here. Inbox. Now look it. Do you see what I see? Right here. Uh, this is my truck. You see a set of truck nuts dangling from the bumper. And you also see a bumper sticker that says danger driver has uh, huge testicles. That's actually a magnet. Some sick fuck. I suspect Dean possibly stalkerito actually went to my house, put the truck nuts on the vehicle, put the damn uh, 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 magnet slash sticker on the bumper. And I did not notice this until I was at the YMCA parking lot. You asshole. Whoever you are, which one? It was one of you two. I think this is Stalkerito because uh, a sick fuck Dean isn't clever enough to come up with something like this. And besides, if he was in my driveway, he would be so excited by the prospect that Diana was in there. He would have beat off in the driveway and gotten arrested. So likely this was Stalkerito that did this shit and put truck nuts on the truck and that stupid, uh, the stupid sign on the bumper. So this is how this went. And it all was after the fact that I noticed at the truck nuts when I was in the parking lot of the YMCA that this was happening. I went, oh my God. So then I had to go into the, because uh, he, he put them on with zip ties. I had to go into the front desk and say, do you have any uh, scissors? Yeah. So I had to go in, get the scissors, come back, cut, cut the nuts off, take the sticker off. And then it all made sense in my head. It all clicked because for the six miles from my house to the YMCA, um, I, I just happened to look to my left at a light and I see young, a bunch of young people in the car laughing their asses off. I'm like, what the fuck? And this happened. They, they were next to me for the whole distance of the ride and they're cracking up. It's like, boy, something's really funny. They were laughing at me. They were that, you know what? This is exactly what you intended to happen. You, you asshole. Holy shit. So I, I cut the nuts off and uh, yes, congratulations. I took a picture of it you, for, you, for you all to see that was on my truck. Unbelievable. Whew. Adam says you don't carry a knife. No, I don't carry a knife. Who cares? What? I still have the nuts. I just, they're, they're not, they're, they'll be on someone else's car one day. Hope you're happy. All right. The open. 
and the live stream. First of all, before I get to that, don't forget about Patreon. Uh, comes up after this show. It's a great accompanying podcast. Extra time, if you will. No commercials. You pay for it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. <clears throat> Excuse me. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane, all one word. Go there and sign up. I recommend just giving me a uh, one-month probationary period. See if you like it. This is five bucks. Five bucks for the audio. Okay. You can listen to 15 hours of content each and every week. I just posted another edition of the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show, and it's a good one. Holy cow. They're all good ones, and I get I create those with help from you, so thank you if you've ever made a song suggestion. Bummer if I didn't use your song. But anyway, patreon.com slash Eric saying try it out for five bucks a month. If you don't like it, you cancel it. You're out five bucks, no big deal. If you really like it, you can convert that to a yearly membership or subscription, if you will, and I'll save you 10%. If you really want to go the extra mile for the super fan, go 10 bucks a month or $108 a year. It's regularly 120, but if you sign up for a yearly, I'll give you 10% off. Then you get the all the audio, all the archive, all the video, all the video archive, and the live streams. All there. Okay? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. Sign up. I'd love to see at least one of you sign up today for Patreon. We got one a day. That would be awesome. I don't get one every day. It's hit or miss. Truth be told, maybe 10 a month. And then five quit. So we net five, right? But the live stream and the open brought to you by Prince Arming. Carry a pistol around with you. Concealed in the great state of Michigan. The sponsor is only for people that live on the west side of the state in Michigan. Because you can't travel six hours to go to gun school. Class is going to take you six to eight hours of time. Sometimes when it's scheduled, it's broken up over two nights. Sometimes a night and a morning, like a Thursday night, Saturday morning, or a Tuesday night, Thursday night. Usually in the area of somewhere near Holland, Michigan. All this information about where, when, and why. And costs and all that is at princearming.com. Retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince puts this class on. If you click on his logo at ericsaintshow.com, it'll take you right to his Facebook page. Click events. It'll tell you when the next one is. In fact, he just had one Tuesday night. And the follow-up class, the conclusion is tonight. He'll schedule another one. Another great reason why it's so important that you be walking around with a pistol. Always. You'll probably never use it. 99, 99.99999% chance it will never leave the holster unless when you're practicing. Because when the crazy Islamic extremist uh, decides to bust out the bow and arrow and shoot random people with a bow and arrow, you pull out your pistol and you empty the magazine into his body. Maybe a small 38. You can put uh, six hollow points right through his center of mass. Uh, goes into his back or his chest the size of a dime. Exits the size of a tennis ball. Rips up all of his lung tissue. Uh, probably the uh, aortic, uh, his, his aorta and maybe his heart explode in a mess. And he dies in a puddle. 
before he puts an arrow through somebody else. You think, you say, oh, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. Really? Is that right? You know that. You got a crystal ball now. Well, hell, we, the crime is gone. Thank you. I'm so happy you've informed me that crazy people don't exist anymore. You see, because there's sheepdog like you out there, sheep, various sheepdogs that will run to the danger and shoot the shit out of the bad guy. Uh, that's why we have uh, retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince teaching you what you need to do. You don't need to own a pistol to take this class. All you need is $125 and a, a way to get to the class. And you're good to go. Let him handle the rest. I always uh, really focus on this quite a bit when there is a uh, horrible act of terrorism like this. And right away, the people in Norway are like, we don't know if it's terrorism. Shut up. The fuck it isn't. 616-204-1705. Reach out to Prince and say, when's the next class so I can shoot the next maniac? Again, you'll probably never have to do it. But I would hate to be in a position where you're a victim cowering, waiting for the uh, police to arrive, for God's sake. Jesus. What's wrong with being prepared? There is nothing wrong with that. Not at all. If you need a mortgage, reach out to Mario. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, any state in America, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. If you need a mortgage, this is who you call. 231-332-6505. Or click on his emerald green logo that looks like the one over my shoulder on my website, ericzaneshow.com, and off you go. Uh, getting a mortgage is a process, um, and I recommend that you reach out to many people that I don't know. Just include Mario in that process. He's going to win that fight, and you'll be like, yeah, Zane was right. Mario's great. I love that guy. And then go get a mortgage from him. If your credit is amazing, this will be a piece of cake. If your credit is in the dumper, it's going to take some effort that he is uh, up to that task. I can promise you when mortgage guy who does mortgages for uh, rich people with uh, super great credit scores, when they get the phone call from someone who's had a rough go, bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, divorce, uh, life, they're like, oh, God, I want to do it for this $140,000 loan. This guy's got a 550 credit score. I don't want to do it. No. Mario's like, oh, give it to me, man. Give it to me. 231-332-6505. Okay. This podcast has grown um, through uh, one-at-a-time acquisition of uh, audience members. Okay. Taking a great amount of time, but something that um, I'm extremely proud of. Before I get to that, Aram writes, why do you carry a pistol with extra safety features? I would use an XD for home defense and carry a Glock. I am not sure I know what you mean. 
I'll, I have a uh, passive uh, safety on that. In the handle, when I grab it, my uh, the, the, the meat between my thumb and index finger hits the passive safety on the back of the gun, and you're, all I have to do is pull it and shoot it. There is no button that says safety. And I always keep it charged. There's always one right in the chamber. What the fuck are you talking about? Springfield XD subcompact 9mm is a fantastic bit of artillery. Weaponry. Yeah, no, man. There's there's no there's no uh there's no safety on that thing. You just shoot the shit out of the bad guy. Maybe you you should quit acting like you know what the fuck you're talking about, Aram. <laughs> Sorry. Where was I? Um, hold on a second. Amanda's talking to Joe Martinez. Where are you guys with my furnace? Joe says, probably in the highway. You know, there's a real logistic nightmare going on in this country. Um, Everybody has like, uh, if you've ordered anything, it's in like the Pacific Ocean right now, just outside of the port of uh, uh, Long Beach or uh, uh, Port of Los Angeles. You see all those container ships with like uh, all those stacks of containers, uh, you know, oh my God, where's all my stuff? Meanwhile, a stuffed animal costs like 500 bucks right now. Oh God, happy holidays. You know what you should do? Okay, because everything is going to be so expensive uh, this year because of this uh, logistics nightmare that's going on is don't exchange gifts. Maybe for the kids, okay, but everybody else, just like donate to the AT Children's Project because you're going to be overpaying for everything. All right. So uh, after I went to the YMCA with the truck nuts, I ran into a couple of guys, Brian and Andrew, who I think I picked up as new listeners. And that's what I meant about gaining listeners one at a time. Because I think that these are the type of guys that would probably laugh at the things going on in the show. And here's how I know this. Uh, I, I bust their balls all the time, Brian and Andrew. And um, after one of the ball busting sessions, uh, I went over to the leg press and they were making fun of me because I was leg pressing like no weight. I mean, it's embarrassing. And uh, then they started laughing because they said uh, they, they were uh, reminiscing about a story that I had told once before on the radio and they actually heard it of a YMCA incident. And so they said, Hey, we were just laughing in addition to making fun of you because how weak you are. We were just laughing about the time on the radio when you st- when you told the story about Jimmy and not my son, Jimmy old Vietnam vet, Jimmy, I'll get to that in a second. Time passes. Yesterday, Brian, one of these two meatheads, comes walking up to me. He goes, hey, are you still doing that, uh, that uh, podcast? I mean, it was a long time ago. Did you ever, did, did, you, did, you, did you end up keep doing that? I go, yeah, I've actually never stopped. Um, it's been nearly three years. I just did my 676 episode 
And uh, yeah, that's all I do. That's that's like my job. He goes, oh my God. Yeah, you, you stuck with it. I go, yeah, I was very lucky. You know, there's a lot of people that uh, support me and I'm I'm eternally grateful. And it's, I, I go, you guys would like it. I know you would like this show. And then uh, I, I said, um, you know, they, they go, well, well, what are you talking about? I go, well, I finish up the show at about, uh, for after about two hours. And that gives me 22 hours to figure out what the hell I'm going to talk about in the next day. So that's it. And then just wash, rinse, repeat every single day. And, uh, you know, when I first started it, I would rattle. I'd be lucky to get like 25 minutes. Now it's like no big deal. I can just hammer right through it. And the show keeps growing in different ways that are boring. But for the most part, no, this is, this is it. And I've been able to eke out a living. Oh my God, it's great. I go, so I talk about like, and they go, so just stuff in the world. I go, well, I talk about news and stuff like that. But if, uh, if I have a funny interaction or some dumb shit puts truck nuts on my, uh, on my truck and a stupid bumper sticker, well, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Or I go, I'll probably talk about this interaction. I am. And I said, I'll probably uh, give me a great jumping off point to, to retell the story about Jimmy. And they go, oh, man, Jimmy. Oh, my God. Holy shit, Jimmy. So here you go. I've told this story before, and I'm going to tell it again right now for Brian and Andrew. Okay. You need to know that this man is always naked in the locker room. And he's in his 70s. And his balls hang low, okay? And he is, there's not a bit of fat on him. He is a grizzled, ripped, old man machine. Holy fuck. Okay. For the uh, folks in the audio podcast, you won't be able to see this, but I'm going to actually do an impression of how he's always standing He always has this standoffish posture, okay? Um, Now, he can probably kill you 15 ways with his hands. Uh, He used to be the guy. He was the guy on, um, what were those called? Um, I think they were called a swift boat. And they would go down rivers in Vietnam. And he'd be this big gunner yelling, get some, get some. And the fucking brass is flying all over the place. And he's got, you know, uh, uh, all this all this uh, artillery across his chest. Like, uh, 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 what, what, what's the guy on Full Metal Jacket? Uh, the guy who almost beat up Joker. Um, what the fuck was his name? Dogman? Mother? Mother something? Do you, you walk the walk? Do you talk the talk? You'll be eating, yeah, when you'll be eating the peanuts out of my shit. What was his name? Mother man? Mother dog? He, God, I can't remember. Animal mother, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You walk the walk. Do you talk the talk? Uh, so anyway. This is how Jimmy stands. Legs about two feet, two and a half feet apart. Hands on hips. Boy, I, I, my posture sucks. And his balls just hanging down. So they'd be like, if I had the truck nuts right here, they'd be hanging down. Those are, I should have brought the truck nuts up. All right. 
So um, that's his posture, Jimmy. And, uh, you know, he he has a uh, a classic Michigan accent. So everything is like this. Hey, so anyway, anyway, what do you think about the Spartans starting out? What a hot streak. Oh, they're probably going to fuck it up, though. Oh, shit. Uh, Dirk says, go get the balls. We'll wait. All right, I'll go get the balls. I'll show you how this looks. Hang on a second. All right. So, yeah, some sick bastard. This is the uh, sticker, Danger Driver Has Huge Testicles. And uh, I'm hiding it from your view in order to reenact Jimmy. This actually works out. So Jimmy is standing. And this is how Jimmy looks. Hang on, this is this is already off to a rough start. Okay. See how these truck nuts are hanging down low? That's how Jimmy's balls hang. They're like that. I'm sure a lot of you are getting a great screenshot of this. Boy, I don't know if the juice was worth the squeeze to quote Julius on that one. But anyway, here's the stupid truck nuts at asshole stalkerito put on the vehicle. Anyway. <clears throat> um, way back, I had, a, uh, I, I had my lock on the locker at the Y. And it was the kind that you put a key in there. So I couldn't take, I didn't want to take the key and keep it on my person uh, on the gym floor. I didn't have any pockets. So I'm like, well, what the hell do I do with this key? All my shit's in the locker. So I put the key on top of the locker. Okay. And uh, the locker door and the body of the locker, there's a space in between those. And when it came time to unlock the locker, I reached up and slid the key along the top of it. And then when it got to that space between the door, that gap and the locker, it, it fell. And now it's inside of the fucking locker. So I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So I go to the front desk. I go, hey, do you have a set of, uh, you have a bolt cutter. I got to get this lock off. Yeah, sure. So me and the guy from the YMCA, uh, he comes over and he, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever, I've never used these things at this, uh, up to this point, And I haven't since, but it's not like they, they, it's not like uh, scissors to paper. It's, it's a lot of work to get the bolt cutter to cut the steel of the lock. And so he's trying. And then, you know, this is a long handle on these things. You can get more than one set of hands on there. So he's got one of the long handles against the lock, uh, against the locker, and then he's pushing on it. And I go, here, uh, here, let me help. So, and we're both weak. And so it's not doing anything. And then I hear Jimmy's balls swinging through the air as he's getting closer, you know? 
And then, uh, but it doesn't occur to me. And then uh, I notice another ha- set of hands comes on, and um, it. I look and and I go, oh, oh my God, it's Jimmy, and he's nude, and he is behind both of us, like he's getting ready to butt fuck us, and he is going, oh, hey, I can do this, and he's now we have six fucking hands on this thing. And we're like all disconcerted, you know, terrible because Jimmy's nude and his cock's bouncing all over the place and his balls are like hitting the side of his leg and hitting us. And like, holy shit, (coughs) excuse me. And then um, his arm slips and his elbow hits the uh, uh, actual doors of the lockers. And he goes, ah, shit. So he pulls his arm back. I think, okay, he's done. And then, no, he's back. And now uh, he's, he's, he's pushing and pushing, and the blood is running down his arm, and it's dripping onto the floor, and we're, like, trying to dodge droplets of bu- uh, blood that are gushing out of his leg. And then he goes, ah, come on, push! And we're like, oh, yeah, we're, oh, oh, yeah, yeah! And he's pushing, and finally, snap! It goes, my God, thank God, it's the most awkward thing in my entire life. Holy shit. And the, the dude to this day is still there. I mean, I, he's like, I, I think he's like 73. He's a former uh, cop in the area. He's killed thousands of people, no doubt. Uh, and an absolute legend at the YMCA. Kate says, what the fuck did I just tune into? Uh, Jason writes, does uh, did you feel warm, saggy flesh on the back of your knees? Yeah, I know. It was horrible. Uh, dude does not keep a stitch of clothing on him when he's in that locker room. I think he just, he just, t- I think he goes to the YMCA and doesn't even work out. He just takes off his clothes and just walks around the locker room and then he gets dressed and leaves. It's so horrible. All right. So I swore I would tell Broad that story uh, for the sake of Brian and Andrew, who love that story and always worth telling again. Uh, yeah, I was at the uh, YMCA getting a uh, little running workout in. Um, last uh, One of the last tune-ups before the big race with Mike Ball. Uh, figuring out my race strategy and how I'm going to uh, approach this race. And that's all I'll say. We'll see where this takes us. Honestly, do I think that I'm going to win? No. I actually believe uh, that I will lose this race. However, however, um, I'm going to hang around and see if uh, I can keep him within my sights and maybe, uh, maybe have a strong back half of the race. Maybe he'll twist an ankle or something. We shall see. All right, I've got merch, and you can get it at ericsaneshow.com. Get a T-shirt. Thank you to Adam Balboa. He just uh, bought some stuff. Thank you. If you uh, ever want any of my gear, uh, fall is here, so hoodies, things like that, go to ericsaneshow.com and click on merch. ericsaneshow.com, click on merch, and off you go. Uh, hang on a second. got to make sure I sent an email along. I did. All right. Send it to the right person. I did. Okay. Sorry. Distracted. Back Alley Comedy Club. 
uh, all, I should say, full house comedy, formerly known as Back Alley Comedy Club. When it was Back Alley Comedy Club, it was basically just the Sherman Bowling Center in Muskegon. But uh, there are comedy locations through Big Dick Donnie all over the place now. And uh, in fact, Spectrum Lanes tonight, Chris Catan is in town. Go see him. He's also appearing at Billy's Lounge tomorrow. And on Saturday, he's in Muskegon at Back Alley Comedy Club. All right. On the 15th, that would be tomorrow, Steve Hofstetter is at the Park Theater for two shows. And then October 17th, you got Tommy Davidson in town at Billy's Lounge for two shows and Bill Bellamy, two shows at the Park Theater. So uh, you've got four great headlining acts between now and the 17th. That is four, eight, nine shows. My God. Doing a great job. Fullhousecomedy.com. Click events if you want to go see a show. All right. I guess I can take down the uh, logo that says back in a minute because I'm back. While I'm at it, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, the place in West Michigan to get your vehicles repaired. It is a uh, struggle, I think, if you're, um, if you just, you know, don't really know or trust who you take your car to. That can be a real bad feeling if you have that. Boy, I just don't know if I trust you. I just have a feeling like you're scamming me. Um, you know, they've done as much as they can at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV to get rid of that uh, that whole uh, framework, you know. Um, and I, I think you 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 feel that. You, you kind of forget that when you walk in and you're greeted by um, the amazing people that work there. Usually it's uh, Bruce, Jamie, Megan, sometimes Eric. But uh, great, great family-run business. Um, been a supporter of this show for a long, long time, supporting local charities, veteran slash lady owned. That would be Jamie. She is the big swinging pair of truck nuts that, uh, runs the facility. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV servicing all makes and models of uh, foreign, I should say, uh, Asian, European and domestic vehicles. The one exception being, uh, Volkswagens, those are not taken care of there, but that's okay too. Thank you so much to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Now, it is about this time normally on Thursdays that we turn our attention to uh, kind of like a uh, a local folk hero who has started a business from the ground up, where he said, "You know, I think I want to pedal. I want to pedal." dumpsters kyle i noticed that you're uh, out on the road today i'm cruising it uh it just turned into one of those it just it's a real busy day uh why take take me through it please so um we originally we're, we're gonna do a kind of like a you know like an old dilapidated house out in the country that you just see from time to time yes so we're cleaning one of those out today, but then also we've booked a bunch of dumpsters too. Um, somewhat ill-advised, but also not too big of a deal because you know you want to make that money. Um, so yeah, we're just we're just doing a lot of stuff today. 
Do you want to? Do you want me to uh, join you like tomorrow? Which is that? Would that be better since you're driving? I don't want to screw you up, Kyle. It's, I mean, it no, looks like you're working cool, for God's sake. This is pretty much just like like I'm on a cell phone. That's legal. <laughs> is it? I, I I guess. Well, yeah, I think I think it's still legal. Yeah, I think it is. I think uh, so. You just I'm have like texting. the you just have the phone hooked up on a thing in front of you, and you can. As long as you're, when you're moving, you're not looking at the phone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eyes on the road, baby. So, um, when, so in this old house, you're just bringing a dumpster and you're just tearing all the shit out of there. Yeah. So, well, we're not doing like demo or anything, but it's just like, uh, it's kind of cool place. It's almost like, uh, like it used to be like a little community. There's like two houses and a bunch of barns on there. Um, well, I guess I don't know if it was a community. Anyways, there's a little house that we're cleaning out there. And yes, uh, yeah, yes. it just, it's been unlived in for a long time. Okay. Do you ever um, uh, do uh, like junk removal on a place where like someone's died or something like that? Oh, yeah. Those are the cool ones. I mean, well, okay, the circumstances maybe aren't cool, I guess you'd say. But no, those are the cool ones because, yeah, we've done some for like like realtors, like trying to resell houses and stuff and uh, like the kids are like, well, we ain't going to do it. So, um, yeah, we did uh one, I don't remember how long ago it was now, but yeah, it was just like this real old lady and, uh, she was gonzo. So we, uh, we went in there and rocked it and, uh, we found all this, all sorts of cool stuff, like a lot of stuff in like the 1950s and it was cool. It's cool. So when they, um, when they, okay, let's say a family says, we don't care what it is. We want it thrown out. Does that yeah. ever happen? Oh yeah, that that was exactly like that situation. And then yeah, we we tried to take some stuff to like the antique shop. Then you get all depressed because the antique shop's like, yeah, this ain't worth nothing. And you're like, Great. So basically, if it if you're uh, supposed to throw it out, uh, if you chose to, you could keep it. Is that is that right? Yeah. Yep. Now, has there ever been anything in your years of doing this that actually was like pretty spectacular? Um, no. Well, actually, one time, Emilio, somebody gave him a motorcycle. I mean, it doesn't work, but uh, Emilio got a motorcycle out of the deal one time. Uh, so that's probably the coolest thing. But yeah, we mostly find stuff that we think is going to be worth money, and then it turns out it's not. <laughs> right, right. Well, and that, that kind of goes hand in hand with the whole thing, like you had talked about, uh, when people, um, uh, when you do junk removal or people throw stuff out, sometimes there's stuff that needs to be recycled that you're going to pick out of the dumpster and, oh, yeah. uh, and, and go about it that way. That, that happens quite a bit as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing, we're actually going to be doing that a little bit today too. We're, we're bringing two dumpsters out there. One for the recyclables, one for the gross stuff. Okay. So right now you're driving down the road and you're hauling a dumpster, you and Emilio both. No. So Emilio's in a different truck. Uh, we were, the, I was supposed to, I was thinking I could probably make it back to, you know, the, the desktop computer. Uh, but then there yeah. was like two crashes already this morning because it started raining and people started losing it. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I've just been, I, I got stuck in traffic. Okay. Uh, Kyle. So, you know, you've, uh, you've, you've been joining me, uh, regularly here for several weeks now. We seem to be hitting it off. Well, we're, we're great pals, which is what you predicted would happen. Uh, the way the way our dynamic is right now is exactly what you anticipated that it would be. Isn't that right? Yeah, I can. Sometimes I can see the future, and uh, it works out. <laughs> I think the uh, I think the hilarity is uh, instead of uh, gone, 
you say like she's gonzo and then you'll <laughs> say i can see the future it uh <laughs> It's one of my favorite things about you, Kyle. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, talking is generally pretty boring, so you have to, like, you got to spice it up a little bit, you know what I mean? So if it, sometimes if it's just saying fuge, it's saying fuge, you know? Right, yeah, no, and you're kind of like my dad, because when my dad says something hilarious, I always write it down. Um, <laughs> you like, but, and like you just said, talking is pretty boring. That's a, that's a Kyle quote right there. That's something you would say. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's quite a few Kyleisms out there, I'd say. Yeah, uh, Ky- and then, in fact, another gentleman named Kyle on the uh, live stream, he wrote, I noticed that, too, uh, some words are enhanced, some are shortened. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess I never really thought about that, that little duality there, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, well Kyle. Rounded. Yeah, you sure are, Kyle. I, you know, I just love you, and so does everybody else, and I, I want to know. I mean, uh, it's been a week since we've spoken. Is there anything at all, Kyle, burning on your brain that you want to get off your chest? I do. I got a couple things. Although, at first, I will say, uh, not everybody loves me. There's still those three people that hate me. And, oh, uh, hey, listen, screw them. There's always got to be somebody who's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, then there was, I didn't even notice it at the time, but I rewatched last week and I saw uh, John Pulaski or whatever was slamming me. And uh, he, Yeah, that's his, he does that to everybody. Yeah, I don't know, I was laughing at myself because I'm like, I think he said, uh, uh, Kyle seems like a good guy, but t- I think he said like 25 minutes of Kyle is about 10 minutes too long. Which is exactly. funny because um, his wife has the same complaint about me. You know what I mean? So. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I actually got offended on your behalf to that one. No, he, cool. he thinks I'm just, I'm just he thinks he knows. He, no, I'm not. He thinks he knows everything. And I have several audience members that think they are brilliant. And and I'm always beating the shit out of these people. So let let it fly. Anyway, I like it. So uh, so what what else is on your mind, Kyle? Please, the floor is yours. Um. So actually, the first the first little question that I was going to ask you is: Did you ever watch uh, Norm Macdonald's moth joke? Did you ever watch it, or did you just forget about it? I. Th- I think I did, but can you give it to me again? Because I remember it was terrible because he would always do that. He would tell terrible jokes that it, w- it would take a long time to get there. Yeah, that's that's legitimately how that joke is, too. Yes, I, um, I, I, I do. I do. Rem- I think I did, but I don't recall. What 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 is the punchline again? Well, you want me you want me to tell it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But but do it quickly. I don't want you to ruin it like he did. Well, I don't. He didn't ruin it though. It's, it's beautiful. The it's the beautiful because he, I don't really know how to explain it. I'll just say I'll tell it to you, but I can't tell it to you like Norm Macdonald. Okay, Norm never mind. Is- Forget that. Yeah, that was a bad move by my part. But anyway, yes, I I have seen it and I have seen him. Uh, oh, there you go. Kyle wrote it, and that uh, Kyle wrote the punchline was the light was on, and that now it jogs my memory. I do recall the joke. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. That's all. So um, is that all you wanted to say that you like the joke? Yeah, I just I think it was I, I think it was just a great freaking joke. That's all. <laughs> and I just wanted to know if, if if you watched it or if anybody else watched it. I was just care. 
Yeah, appreciate you were just cure. Gotcha. No, uh, <laughs> that's a joke that only somebody like him could make to be special. You know? I know. I love it. Um, anyway. And then the next the question is, uh, I straight up for the whole week didn't get a single email from you about renting this dumpster, dude. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm going to. I swear I'm going to. I, it, it's it's because I got shit everywhere that needs to fly out of here. You should just bring it over whenever, you know. Right. And then yeah, and bring, then bring it over. I'll just walk in your house, grab yeah, some just and bring it over, and then that'll and then and then uh, yeah, I, I will make that arrangement. I, I'm so sorry about that, but I and there no, there is no, there there's no good reason for it other than just as usual. I am uh, uh super super busy always. Been driving around those. Uh, drive around those or uh what are those called limos too much <laughs> mm. i haven't had a limo work much at all actually it's been a little it's been a little dry but that's fine you know it it uh it uh, comes and goes comes and goes yeah hey did uh, you ever ask uh the ceo or whatever about this about this crazy limo idea that we were going to do what was the idea again i forget remember where me and oh! we're just sitting up front just talking on microphones just being yes nice. yes i did bring it up i did bring it up and, no, and the idea you actually did. Oh, I'm sorry. You actually brought it up to him. Yeah, I actually did. I actually did bring it up about the, uh, the, well, the first thing I did was I brought it up to a friend of mine. Who's a comic. I go, Hey, I've got it. Have you ever been involved in anything like this? I mean, how, how, and he said, yes, actually I have similar thing that you discussed. And, uh, it's his name is, his name is Stu McAllister. I go, well, how did it go? And I think I got lukewarm on the idea because he said it was shitty. <laughs> and I go, I go, why? And he goes, well, not everybody knew that I was going to be there. I go, well, of course it was shitty. If you got a fucking old couple that's going to be there, they have no idea that you're going to be there. I go, well, yeah, that, that makes sense. So um, I, I think it, uh, it, it, it would actually, I think it could work, you know? Uh, and what did we decide that we wanted to do? Like play games and shit? No, basically just like trash them. You know what I mean? Just like be hilarious. Number one, that's always <laughs> rule number one. Number two is um, you know act like we're, like you make fun of tour guides too. Basically, you know what I mean? Like it's satire on tour guides, um, but you're also just commenting on the people that are in the in the limo. But yeah, you definitely have to advertise it. You, we can't just like show up and like surprise no, them. No, you know I mean? no, 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 no. I, I still like the idea. I like all your ideas. I just never have the time to implement them. I like the idea <laughs> about uh, uh, making commentary on the on the football game. I love the idea. Yeah. You haven't you haven't really had a bad idea. It's just I'm like fuck. I don't have any time to do this shit. I, I want to, but I'm like, I gotta, I got, I want, I need a dumpster in my driveway. I got to follow through on the idea about what you just said. We got to do the football game. These are all good things. These are things that are going to bring in just probably about a million bucks revenue, just in terms of listenership, uh, which is a word <laughs> I learned from you a couple of weeks back. Oh, is that right? You, you've, uh, you actually picked that one up. Yeah. L oh yeah. There is sure. It's, no, this is the first time I've said it since then, but that's okay. I have um, uh, a long, long list of ideas that have never seen the light of day other than just me saying them. Um, I and know. I, I, yeah, any audience member that has listened to any for any amount of time could, off the top of their head, rattle off 
five of them in an instant. I see Tim writes, what about when you wanted to form a band? I wanted to form a band. So I talked about this. Oh, we're going to form a band. We're going to form a band. We're going to rehearse. And everybody goes, yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. They know that, you know, Wait, they're, hold, they're. Hold on. Hold on, Eric Do you play an instrument? No. <laughs> wow. Are you going to be the singer? Is that, is that, was that the idea? The idea was I would be the singer. Yes. Okay. Which I can't oh, do that what? either. Actually, that was a thing that I was going to ask you from like a long time ago. I think sometime I heard you talking about like karaoke and some endeavor. Do you do like a karaoke show or something? No, but again, I, what I want to do, the idea is <laughs> is uh, is something that I actually have done in the past when I worked on the radio. And how this un- how this works is um, you you hire a band. And they have a, a they can play all this, these fun songs that uh, people love to sing along to. And then you yep. jump up on stage and you uh, sing with the band. And then, I you like know, that. we I've always uh, wanted it, to do it. Yeah, it's a great time. And uh, you, we can do it at one of the local clubs, one of the local venues. Be no problem. It's just a matter of doing it. You know, something always gets in the way. What uh, what kind of songs do you karaoke generally? Oh, fuck. I'll sing anything as long as it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> you know, I just I just don't want to be straining so much that it actually causes me physical pain. Yeah, I know it. I, absolutely. Uh, okay, Kyle, uh, did you see yet another horrible Lions loss? Yeah. Dude. The funny thing was, I was so I was watching it. Uh, I was telling you, I think I told you last time before, uh, my best friend Cliff is a Vikings fan. So I was watching it with him, and um, he was he was pissed at the Vikings. So at the end of the game, he goes, I hope they missed the field goal. He's like, I'm so pissed. Like, we should have killed you guys. And, you know, there's there's a hidden compliment in there somewhere, I guess. Um, but um, so he wanted to miss it. And I was like, dude, I go, we better not play prevent defense. It doesn't work. And we we straight up, we went right to prevent defense and just lost that yeah. game. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, I can't even get mad anymore. I just feel bad. I feel bad for the coach. The coach was crying. I, I mean, I it it's just it just hurts. It's just that was so bad. That was cool, though, actually, because freaking Matt Patricia for the past three years was just always looking like he couldn't figure out why we lost and just looking like a dick about it. And it was cool that Dan Campbell was like, man, that's I like Dan Campbell. I like that guy. I, I, you know, and he, I, you know, even if they, I don't care if they don't win a game, I still like Dan Campbell. He's a great, great soul. He's a wonderful human being. I love that guy. He'd be a good guy to have on the podcast. Reach out. That would be cool. And th- and that's I mean, where that's going to end. Hey, that would be cool. And then I'll forget about it one minute later. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I was just thinking when you were talking about cool, one time I had an idea. I, I went like a little bit far on it. I had an idea where you have an app right, um, on the phone. It's a free app. It's a free and what you do it and you just ask me advice. And then like it just comes through to me and then I just shoot off a response. But each advice that I give, you have to pay like, I don't know, like 50 cents or something. And oh. 
starts to catch on, I imagine, and then seeing you know, it like, you know, yeah. and I even found a dude that knew how to make app. And um, we were, uh oh, spotty cover. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds fine. It's 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 coming and going. Yeah, these freaking tablets. My bad. My bad, guys. Um, no, it's 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 uh, it's manageable. Um, what was talking about? Anyway, oh yeah, I found a guy that was gonna help me make the app and everything, and uh, then we never did it too. So yeah, yeah, whatever. So it's like a shitty version of Cameo. Yes. But this was like 2000, this was like 2013, 14. So ahead of its time. And it wasn't even a thing. So I guess it really wasn't ahead of its time. The idea was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, uh, on that note, I am going to cut it there because it is wonky. I don't want to drive everybody nuts anymore, but uh, I, it just shows that you're busy. So I'm glad you are and take care. Okay. All right. Well, sounds good. I'll catch you you guys later. I'll have better stuff to talk about. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, be safe yeah. out there in the roads. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Uh, Rob says you guys should do the football watch party, but do it in front of a live audience at a local establishment. Yeah, I know. I know we should. These are all good things. These are all good things. This is, I honestly think that all these wonderful ideas, this is, okay, because I've, I've uh, bragged many times about, um, uh, uh, doing this type of podcast, you have a, a, a lot more to choose from in terms of things to talk about, things you can say uh, that cannot be said or done on the radio. However, however, especially if you're a one-man show like me, the, the uh, uh, accompanying things, moments like what you're just describing, it requires more boots on the ground to make those things happen, you know? And, uh, so that's, that's where I think there's a huge drop off. Okay. It takes all of the time and effort and, uh, you know, things like that to just put the show on. And, uh, the second that I, um, were to ever focus on anything else that would be like, well, shit, now I got to go back and do the show. I've been spending all my time uh, putting together this stupid event. All right. Aram writes, who was the last nice guy football, nice guy football coach who won the Super Bowl? I don't know. Uh, are you suggesting that every person who has won the Super Bowl is an asshole? I don't know if that's true. I you might be right. Um but uh and I I don't know and how do you know that Dan Campbell is a nice guy when he's coaching? All I know is I like him because how uh, uh committed he is to all of this. He seems so uh uh, uh focused and um and wears it on his sleeve about his football team so i don't know if that means he's nice i think he's kind of a badass if you ask me uh aram isn't uh, being combative he says he's just asking and tyler says uh tony dungy there i don't know maybe he was an asshole too behind when he's not on the microphone or you know in front of the cameras 
Tyler says, boots on the ground, so the Zaniacs need to make this happen. Let's get Don Veltman's bowling alley to watch the game. Well, now, hold on a second here. <laughs> Before you do that, just understand, I've got many irons in the fire, okay? Uh, hockey, basketball, limo driving, radio work. Uh, uh, all of the stuff behind the scenes of this podcast, selling the podcast. Don't commit me to anything. It, it, it can't, it cannot work like that. It, it, no, 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 no. There is, uh, a, a whole, whole thing called my life that has to be in order before I'm venturing out to do events. It's very, very tricky. I would love to. I would love to. But it's uh super, super uh, a regimented schedule right now. And I, I don't see it changing anytime soon. So I appreciate that. But just cool it. Cool your jets. Cool the engines. Remember that? Boston? Third stage? That was the album that you opened it up and it says, this album was not made with any synthesizers or electronic devices. It's just guitars, drums, and a keyboard and good old soul. Cool the engines. Great song. Can't believe that band. Did they only put out three albums? They might've put out a fourth one that nobody listened to. Uh, and then the lead singer, he killed himself in probably the worst way possible. Not that there's a good way. Amanda writes, that album has my song on it. I'm going to take you in my arms, make you something, something, Amanda. Uh, I think the lead singer of Boston was uh, at the at his wits end and he said that's it uh i'm gonna take my life and he did he was successful and uh i think he went in the bathroom with a charcoal grill and then when he was in the bathroom on the like on the door the bottom of the door where the uh 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 door meets the ground he like put plastic on down there and all around the door so that what he was about to do didn't go into the house. Make anybody else sick. I'm not sure. And then he like lights up the charcoal grill. He puts charcoal in there and li li lights it up. And then he's just sitting there and that was it. What the fuck? Oh God. Very, very sad. Brad Delp. Legendary voice. All right. Aram writes, Andy Reid, not that long ago. Andy Reid? What the fuck are you talking about? The only Andy Reid I know is the football coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid? Melinda writes to Amanda. They're having a conversation now. Melinda writes... Amanda, we got to do my dildo party in the beginning of November. Y'all start saving up for anal numbing gel. 
So does that mean Amanda is going to go to uh, Tennessee for a dildo party? And Amanda, <coughs> excuse me, you cannot be happy with the terminology dildo party. I know you bust my balls about it when I use that terminology of dildo party. And, uh, uh, okay, uh, Amanda says, I, well, will do. I can't see her comments, so thanks. Yeah, because you're a Facebooker and she's a YouTuber. No, she clarifies, it's an online party. Melinda writes, uh, it's online. I'll invite you, Eric. No, I think that goes against the rules of pure romance. You cannot mix the genders. I think that is a uh, hard and fast rule with being a uh, sales professional like Amanda is. You can't be there having a Zoom party with a bunch of ladies and me sitting there. And then Amanda says, yeah, you take this and you jam it right in your keister. That would break all sorts of rules. By the way, Melinda has just made it apparent that she likes things uh, in, in the spot in her body where yesterday's McRib comes flying out of. Melinda says she's going to invite the queen of the forest by, by all means. Amanda says we don't do it on Zoom. Well, I don't give a shit. That's just a, that's just a blanket term. An online sale. Doesn't matter. All right, so glad you guys are working out your dildo sale on the podcast. Makes me very happy that I can uh, facilitate all of you. Fantastic. All right, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, I think, happens tonight. Let me double check here. Yeah, we're on tonight at 7 p.m. I went over the list of people that I'm inviting on the live stream. Your name wasn't on that list. Please send it. If you think, I don't think it's on that list, send it that, that way. If it's on it, don't worry. I'll just, it's just redundant. And, uh, if you're not on it, then I know. And I add you to the list and at 7 PM, we go live. You, me, all of the, all the audience, Ben, it's great. It's a Patreon thing. So if you're on Patreon, uh, request the invite and I will send it along to you. All right. Uh, all of these businesses behind me, I have, um, I have put on the podcast through just, you know, basically reaching out and saying, Hey, I can market whatever it is you want. And, uh, it seems to work because the uh, signs stay up. So thank you to all of them for being on board and thank you to you, the audience for, uh, supporting the sponsors. If you want in on that, please send me an email and I will tell you how it works. It's very simple and it will not break your budget. I can put you in a, uh, very, uh, um, aggressive marketing campaign. If you've got a little bit more, uh, cash for marketing or, you know, you're like, Hey, I just want to get on, um, subtly. I can do that too. Don't be shy about it though. Eric at Eric Uh, Sarah Honda Granville invites you to go to their website, Sarah Honda Granville.com and shop for a vehicle. Um, there's a little bit more uh, uh, time involved in getting a brand new vehicle these days because of the so-called chip shortage. You can still get one, and I recommend you do that at Sarah Honda Granville, longtime supporter of uh, everything that I do. And that's S-E-R-R-A HondaGranville.com. Or shop in person if you're in the West Michigan area. They are along Kennewa, right by 44th. 
Um, right where uh, 196 travels through. You might even pass the car stacker when you're headed westbound or eastbound. See it there off the side of the uh, side of the road there. Got a great inventory of certified pre-owned and used cars as well. Frank the Tank Fuss invites you uh, to reach out to him for anything insurance related. Now, are you the type of person that like uh, 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 falls for the advertising of like Geico or Progressive or some other shit like that? Uh, you are overpaying for insurance. There is there is no if, ands, or buts about it if you're doing that. Do not do that. What you need to do is reach out to one person and one person only. Frank the Tank Fuss. The guy who wears the orange shirt. The guys get shirts. He is the uh, maestro behind my policy shop insurance. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. So let's say you're like me and you're uh, buying insurance uh, through Obamacare or as it's known as healthcare.gov or the marketplace. <clears throat> if you go there and you do that on your own, first of all, it's going to require a ton of time. And second of all, you're going to screw it up like I did for two straight years. Year three of doing this, I said to Frank, uh, do it. And he goes, okay. And then he comes back to me with options. If you pay this much, Eric, I can get you into this policy. The deductible is this. The yeah, prescription uh, uh, costs are this. The benefits of this are this. The, uh, not, the, the not so good parts of this are these. And then if you pay a little more, you get this insurance policy. You pay a lot more, you get this super duper insurance policy. Which one are you interested in? I've done all the research on these. Uh, we'll, we'll narrow it down. Oh, tell me more about the middle one, the uh, silver plan. Okay, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He does all this shit. He's a total dork for insurance. And I go, all right, I'll do that. And uh, he is the absolute best. And all of that, that doesn't cost you anything. It's free. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. Call or text the tank. Spend the time and and he will take care of everything. Or if you want, go to this website, buyinsurancehere.com. Fill out the form. It lets him know that you're wanting to reach out to him. And then he calls you. It's awesome, man. Uh, with Medicare being uh, going on right now, people are enrolling for Medicare right now. Um, uh, don't be a stranger regarding that either. Any type of insurance, reach out to the tank. Hang on, I got to clear my throat. Sorry. All right. Some time ago, um, I told you the story about the uh, kid who went to school in Nuevo. And um, hold on a second. I got to open this up on my phone because MLive stories, for some reason, if you open them up on a desktop, it says, sorry that you need a uh, freaking subscription. Damn it. See, I suck so bad. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Would 
TV.com. Last attempt at this. Mm-hmm. Fucking M Live. Fuck you. Subscribe now. Come on, guys. Hang on. Eric at Eric. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to pay for it. Okay. This was the story of the guy um, or the, the kid who went to school in uh, Nuego, which is uh, north of Grand Rapids. This is like, uh, once you get up to Nuego in the north, you're, you're dealing with, uh, I mean, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know, how do I say, shit kickers and hillbillies. It happens. People who just don't think straight. No offense, but it's true. Okay? The anthem for these people is, uh, 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 country boy can survive. The kid goes to school with a bunch of, uh, you know, like when you're growing up, you might do projects with your dad, maybe build a birdhouse or I don't know, uh, work on a, work on a muscle car. Uh, no, this dumb shit kid, uh, worked on building improvised explosive devices. Uh, the kid takes the handiwork that him and his dad made and put it in his backpack and went to school. And then he decides at one particular moment, uh, I don't know, he needed to get the bombs out of his, his backpack and the bombs explode. Students are hurt. Everybody's freaking out. The kid has burns to his face and his arms and his fucking thumbs got blown off. So imagine you're in the classroom and you're like, oh, what the fuck was that? And it's actually the kid's thumb goes flying and hits another kid in the face. Fuck. That happened. This actually happened. Now, I guess I, I don't know. How, how is it that uh, bombs go off without like lighting them? So then the school is like, what's going on? And then like uh, uh, the authorities go to the guy's trailer and they find all sorts of uh, bomb making material. And well, this shit, this, this case has ended and the dad is going to prison for quite some time. Four years after his son's homemade bomb exploded in a Nuevo high school classroom. David Robert Daniel Saylor Sr., that's his name is then 16. There's no chance. Somebody's going to mix him up with that with, with another name. Hey, that's me. He's got like four names. Senior then 16 year old son suffered serious injuries, lost both thumbs at the knuckle. Several other students and a teacher suffered less serious injuries. Judge Janet Neff wasn't overly impressed when she heard that sailor, a father of three was a, you know how they like give you the chance to, you know, uh, kind of like, um, cause he pleaded guilty and then you, you know, you, you, you kind of make your case for yourself as to, uh, 
why you think the judge should have leniency on, on you, okay? She was not impressed when she heard that Sailor, a father of three, was, quote, a hard worker who helped support his parents and a sister. <clears throat> judge says, well, that may be true, maybe uh, well, and that may well be true, but I don't think it mitigates this kind of behavior that led to the explosion, in this case, in a classroom, a public school classroom. She said that Sailor was fortunate that, quote, nothing worse has happened in the course of his hobby of blowing things up. 34-year-old Sailor had pleaded guilty in July to, char to charges of possession of an unregistered destructive device or a pipe bomb and possession of a stolen firearm, both 10-year felonies. Uh, police had raided the home after the school explosion. The plea agreement said... For approximately two years, defendant and his son have researched, designed, and made bombs at their home. Neff said that Sailor told investigators that he usually checked his son's backpack before he went to school. Yeah, oh man, this is the one day I didn't check my son's backpack for bombs. But he did not check it on March 8th. So apparently the dad was like, I better just be sure that he's not bringing any of these bombs to school. Well, you know you're a fucking redneck. Isn't that a Jeff Foxworthy thing? You know you're a redneck if you got to check your kid's backpack for bombs before he leaves for school. That's not even a joke. The judge said, well, all right, fucker. It showed that you were aware that he might do that. And he did not safeguard the bomb-making materials at their home. After the hearing, the defendant's parents, so the 34-year-old's mom and dad, said their son took the fall to prevent his son from getting into further trouble. They said that their grandson is to blame. So basically, uh, the guy going to jail's mom and dad said, yeah, it's not his fault, it's that fucking grandson. Ugh. They expected their grizz a nice family, by the way. This is a great, great setup. What a, a three generations of fucking morons in this shit show. They expected their grandson to attend the hearing, but he did not. Uh, my son, the kid's dad, didn't do it. He was always working, Kathy Saylor told MLive. She tried to get the judge's attention at the end of the sentencing hearing. Like, hey, wait a minute. No, it's not his fault. But the judge left. When she asked U.S. Marshal Service agents if she could hug her son, they said, no. That's great. I love you, David, she said as her dumbass son was handcuffed and led from the courtroom. <clears throat> um, her husband, who said, I love you, David, said their son thought he was protecting his son by taking a police. Well, he probably did, but somebody's got to pay for this shit. What do you expect, man? You think that if the dad says, yeah, I did it, and takes the fall, that, every that everybody gets to go home? You fucking dipshits. 
They then continued to blame the grandson. They said the grandson was the one with interest in explosives and easily found information on the internet. Federal advisory sentencing guidelines called for a minimum sentence ranging from 41 to 51 months in prison. Neff sentenced Saylor to 48 months. He has to serve two years on supervised release when his prison term ends. This all sounds fair to me. He's got to pay $5,000 in restitution because he blew up the fucking classroom. Uh, The defense attorney, whose name is James Scuzzeri, asked for a lesser term. He said his client's son was the one building the bombs. And then the judge said, so he's dumping this on his son? Scazzeri acknowledged the father's, quote, negligence in providing them the materials. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Of course, a kid's going to fucking build a bomb if the dad says, hang on, let me get you the bomb making shit. That lawyer's a dumb shit. The mom and dad of the guy going to prison are dumb shits. The dad is a dumb shit. The kid, the only one with an excuse is the kid because he's a fucking kid. Uh, Scazzeri acknowledged the father's negligence in providing the materials and failing to realize what was going on. But he said Saylor did not want his son to bring explosives to school or harm anyone. Well, of course not, but you still provided them. Assistant U.S. Attorney Kristen Pinkston said in a sentencing memorandum that Saylor and his son started their, quote, hobby by manipulating fireworks, but that it escalated to completed detailing detailed drawings and journals related to the making of the devices and making the devices at their home. Assistant D.A. said that Saylor would not have possessed any pipe bombs on or about March 8th, and he had not first made them with his minor son. So it's all, it's all there open and shut. Poor kid loses his thumbs. He's never going to, he's what was, is there a sex move you can do with your thumb? Because he can't do that anymore. What's that one called the rocker or something like that? Yeah, that's, that's it. It's two. They, they describe it as two in the stink. No, two in the, Two in the pink, two in the pink, one in the stink, which is (laughs) one of the greatest things ever. Is there, is there a time when a, when a lady goes, give me the shocker. Oh yeah. Put two in the pink, one in the stink. You gotta be a real fucking animal. If you're, if you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to get one in the stink. I think it's just funny. You know, I mean, the whole dynamic of, well, I, I guess if you, uh, if you want to do the shocker right, the thumb has to go over the middle finger like this, you know? And then the pinky and the ring finger go in the pink while the thumb uh, holds the middle finger back and the index finger goes in the stink, as they say. Which, depending on, okay, if she's on her back, that might put you in an awkward spot to ram. 
you almost want her like on her knees to appropriately do the shocker, right? And can you imagine if uh, that move is being performed, okay? And uh, and then she goes, ah, what are, what are you doing? What's that? And the guy has to explain, well, that's the shocker. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's uh, two in the pink and one in the stink. Get that one out of the stink. The stink? Kate writes, I am only reading the comments because I'm on a Zoom call. Ew, ew, ew. Tyler says, index and middle in the pink. Oh, I'm getting it wrong. Okay, now, wait a minute, huh? I'm confused. Index and middle in the pink. Pink in the stink. Oh, I got you. Okay, so I was doing it wrong. Your thumb, I've never done this before. Your thumb has to cover your ring finger. Okay, so this kid, Sailor, because his thumb's blown off, he's going to have an issue. I guess he still can, but you kind of want that thumb to cover the ring for, you know, to keep it all. It kind of ties the room together like that rug in the Big Lebowski. Hmm. We're getting a lot of uh, various sexual advice from some of these uh, uh, ladies now. Um, some of the women on the Z- Eric Zane Show podcast are, are, are not shy about describing their aggressive uh, sexual tendencies. Amanda says you're still not hitting the clitoris, which is not good. You know, you're right about that. And uh, I don't think that... Uh, I mean, most women need that type of uh, stimulation to have the big moment. That is that is a, that is a well-known thing. If you ignore that entity, that structure on a woman's parts, she's not going to be joyful. Okay, you want her happy, so you might want to if you're doing two in the stink, one in the pink. The other hand. You got to go two hands on this deal. Okay. Uh, Patriot Nick says shockers way better than the fist. Wow. Okay. Melinda says, or you just massage circularly, circularly the clitoris gently with the thumb and two fingers in the okay no stink necessary most women don't like things in their stink i don't think right hmm. i'm a little confused about all of this i mean um, I, I i don't know that to be true Patriot Nick says the shocker is not about pleasure amanda it's all about surprise and shock value yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, uh, I can't condone that behavior of jamming uh, things into various body parts and say, hey, this is great because 
because you're shocked. Uh, Amanda says, LMAO, why are we even talking about this? Well, we're talking about this because the story about the kid that blew his thumbs off because of his dumb fuck dad, um, the idea was, would he still be able to perform the shocker? Okay. Anyway. Derek sent me uh, kind of like a little uh, meme or a, a symbol of the shocker. Thank you. I appreciate that. But back to my story. Uh, young man, he, he was hurt, you know. At the end of the day, he still has no thumbs. He was badly injured. Everybody in the school hates him. His dad is away for four years. He can't build bombs anymore. His grandpa and grandma are assholes. He can't do the shocker. I already said that. That's probably the most important thing. And he's, he's traumatized. His brain is affected for the rest of his life. This is terrible. He is going to have a terrible life. This is horrible. By all accounts, the prosecutor said Sailor, the dad, did not want to harm anyone. No, but he's just stupid. And you, you need to lock stupid people away. But Pinkston said, not lost on me. The name Pinkston is kind of like Pinky, which ties into this whole getting your hand blown off thing. And the shocker. Mr. Saylor does not and has not acknowledged the danger. This is the uh, U.S. District Attorney. Does not and has not acknowledged the danger he and his son presented to themselves and everyone around them when making and transporting explosive devices and compounds. That's absolutely right. This is why... Stupid people uh, uh, live where they live and um, live short lives and dangerous lives and a lot of the times wind up dead or in prison. That's what happens to stupid people. So you lock them away. And then, you know, the best case scenario, uh, they learn something in prison, you know, Jason says he's a chemistry nerd. Come on. He wasn't ever, he wasn't ever do the shocker, even if he kept his thumbs. Yeah, I don't know. Your hodgepodge way of writing your, I should have pre-read that. It doesn't even make any sense. Josh writes, uh, a poor kid will never be able to do the, uh, Who's got two thumbs and dot, dot, dot joke. Tyler says next deer meathead. Somebody needs to ask him how to do the shocker. No, I don't know. Adam says he'll never do gun fingers again. This kid, you guys think you're funny, don't you? All right. So that's the book closing on that dumb shit. In fact, that might be an asshole of the day candidate right there. That comes up in a bit. Brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. We had Kyle on earlier for a choppy cell phone version of Let's Kill. His company is Dumpster Divers. If you're in West Michigan, that's who you call for a dumpster. 616-375-9962. Call or text 
Text them right now. Tell them you love them. 616-375-9962. Tell them you listen to The Zane Show. It's important that he knows that. It's important that you uh, support the local sponsors. The managed IT service provider for the podcast is Blue Frost IT. Real quick, this is uh, all of the different uh, uh, avenues that they can help you. First of all, if you have a uh, if you have tech at your house, maybe a gaming computer, maybe for Christmas your well-behaved child who does not take explosives to school and does not utilize the shocker method yet uh, is into gaming and wants a awesome gaming computer. Call 616-200-8550 and say, Eric Zane said you can build me a gaming computer. That's a great gift for your well-behaved, non-explosive device-making child. 616-280-550. If your tech at home needs a, uh, is slow, it's a slow laptop, you might need a new hard drive. You got the old spinning disc in there. You need a solid state hard drive. They do that. Uh, at work, maybe you are, or maybe you bring your work home with a pandemic. A lot of people do that. Your tech might need to be upgraded. Maybe you have a smaller, medium-sized business that needs a managed IT service provider like I have for my little small business. That means you've got boots on the ground if anything goes haywire. You pay them a few bucks a month. That's your IT department. Depending on your uh, how much equipment you have, that's uh, what the price will be based on. I don't have a lot, so I don't pay a lot. But it's well worth it because otherwise, time is money, man. If your shit goes south, you, what are you going to do? take it all to Best Buy? I mean, come on. He can remote in in minutes and have you up and running before you know it. And if that doesn't work, he's at your place fixing it. It's awesome. Maybe you're upgrading your tech. You sit down for a complimentary consultation. Oh my God, he's going to say, what do you do in your business? Oh, we do this, this, and this. Uh, We have need for a graphics card. We need a sound card. We need a video card, blah, 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 blah. He takes care of all this, uh, uh, hunts down all the best equipment that you need. Prices it. This is how much it's going to cost for all this equipment. This entire upgrade of your tech. You give him the credit card. He buys it. He installs it. That's it. Maybe you need a reworking of the office retrofit uh, for your new tech. Or you're moving the office. Or you're a startup. All of these things. If it's tech related, Blue Frost IT helps. 616-285-50. Excuse me. Uh, okay. The NFK gets a nomination for, well, I, you know, I don't even know if I can. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does bully those dogs. So he's got to get a nomination. I didn't see it with my own eyes, but I think he's like shoves the dogs from time to time, which is going to stop. Talked about Brian and the, and uh, Andrew at the gym, trying to make them new listeners and retelling the old story of Jimmy and his gigantic balls talked about what I think is stalkerito putting truck nuts on my car. And this stupid sticker that says dare magnets says danger driver has huge testicles, you jackass and me driving to the YMCA with a bunch of idiots laughing at me. Uh, we talked to Kyle we talked about the local bomb builder. We talked to the queen of the forest All right. 
And as we do each and every day at about this same time, uh, we award the asshole of the day. Thank you to TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, we've got a paintball event coming up Sunday. Please reach out to me. I need some more bodies. I want to hit at least 20. I think we're at about 15 right now because I just heard from the tarantula farmer. He might be bringing a couple of more. Bring them. Email eric at ericsaintshow.com. And then JM Synthetics. My God, go to jmsynthetics.com. Pick out what Amsoil products you want. And then reach out to Jason Mays and buy them. The local bomb builder. That's dad. It's got to be dad. Kid gets an honorable mention, but again, he's a kid, so. I kind of feel bad for the kid, you know? Grandma and grandpa betraying him like that. That's awful. This dad's a fucking moron. He should get 50 years. By the way, uh, so that's your asshole of the day. Did you know that uh, with that uh, uh, mass killing that took place with the uh, guy in um, Norway who had bow and arrow? He was shooting people with bow and arrow. I, you know, and uh, so there's that. And in the story, they were detailing how in 2011, some far right lunatic um, went ahead and blew up a bomb, which killed eight. And then he made his way to some island where he then shot up the place and killed like another 70 people, most of them uh, teens at like a camp. You probably remember this a terrible mass killing in Norway. I was reading that the law in Norway is a little bit weird when it comes to punishment. Um, That guy who killed like, you know, between 70 and 80 people, according to what I read on the AP story, unless it's a typo, got 21 years in prison for that. What? The lady who, uh, whose name was big beaver that we talked about at the end of yesterday's show for showing her vagina to a bunch of kids in Montana is facing a 100-year sentence. Now, in Norway, um, as it read, as I read it, after the 21 years, the judge can then evaluate if more time is needed, I guess, which is just the weirdest damn thing. So are you telling me that after 21 years of incredibly large mass killing where a bunch of kids were killed, you, you could, there's potential you only face 21 years in prison for that. Holy fuck. Fuck. That's less than what throat slash Dale did in prison. Very strange to me. Jason says, uh, I fully expected asshole the day to be Dean for that testicular stunt. I don't know that that was Dean. You can't say that. Uh, Dennis wrote 21 years max for murder in Norway for uh, uh, that many deaths though. Jason says, am I even getting credit for sending in those stories? Uh, well, I had forgotten. I mean, I've made it clear that if you send a story, I can't go to everybody and say, thank you so much. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I do, I do the best I can. I guess since you're whining about it, I have to say, thank you, Jason Schaefer, for sending a story. I'm so lucky you helped me. Yeah, whatever. Thanks. Okay, great. I said thank you. Do you feel better now, you fucking four-year-old? What the fuck is wrong with you? You're an adult. I have to go good job and pat you on the head? What has happened to you? 
My God. I don't see Dirk crying when I don't give him credit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Just, it, it's, a, it's between you and me. It's a nod to you personally if I use your story, buttfuck. Shit. Apparently, Nick knows something about Norway law. It's federally illegal. Unfortunately, he wasn't sentenced right the first time, but you can't be tried and sentenced twice in America. Double jeopardy. What? I don't know. I don't give a shit anymore. Dean says, give him credit and give him 300 seconds. I can't. I can't give him 300 seconds on Facebook. I can just ban him for life. Sam M, who started out as a giving me a shit sandwich by saying, I'm not going to support your Patreon and pissed me off terribly. Yeah, unless you post old free beer and hot wing shit, which of course I'm not going to do, is a regular on this show now. And yeah, you know what? It's time. I, 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 let me just say this it's time for you to fucking pay me. Enough free shit. All right. You are a regular now here on the show. Uh, I deserve your money. So pay me, you cheap fuck. He writes, can it be time to shit on Greg again soon? All right. When it comes to insulting free beer and hot wings, um, I love doing that. But when you do something too much, it gets old. And right now, I'm taking a break because I want—I still want it to be fun. You know, there will be a time and a place. But I—I uh, I only uh, talk about free beer and hot wings and how shitty they are when the moment strikes. Okay, if I hear something on their audio podcast, which is available free. Uh, you don't need to pay for it. You just got to look for it. It's so simple. It's remarkable that they even charge people. Uh, then, you know, if I hear something that's worth beating them up about, well, then, yeah. But I'm not going to go out. I, I don't want it to be work, okay? Um, I will say that I am now banned from their subreddit, okay? There's a guy on there who goes by Corporal underscore turnips and he has uh, been given like the moderator power and he's flashing the badge and so he banned me from it so i am no longer allowed to say anything snarky on there which is a bummer so uh and then after he did it i said come on man i'm just trolling he goes no 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 bullshit and you better not sick your listeners on me or on my page because, and so what his goal is on their subreddit is he wants it to be like a place where free beer and hot wings are, are friendly with, because they hate the subreddit because there's so much hate on there because the show sucks and people are sick of it. So this guy goes around and he's like, uh, if anybody says anything that is in any way insulting about them, he, uh, he bans them. So there's that. So, cause he wants to be just a place where they can, everybody can suck free beer and hot wings dick on there. 
Melinda says, and Amanda says, just do a new Reddit account. I did. I did that. I did it several times. And uh, then I got bored. I went, ah, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm tired of this. So if you are going to go there, be measured in your insults. Okay? Uh, be smart about it so that you can, uh, uh, you know, do some type of sideways attack. Uh, I suggest bringing up Maybe free beer demanding that hot wings take a pay cut uh, shortly before I was fired. I and by the way, I think they absolutely think that they did catch wind of um, um, you guys calling. We talked about this on Patreon. You guys calling and dropping some inside joke on there about something like that because uh, they stopped doing. They they stopped mentioning. Can't wait to talk about blank. They don't even do it at all. They don't even say it at all now because uh, I think the word got out that uh, that the wagons were being circled. But whatever. It's still fun. All right, that's it. I'm going to leave it right there. You guys are the best. And uh, I'll talk to you on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Until next time, thank you, folks. Daisy jump, jumps on the couch. Head out, baby. Hello, puppy. Hello. Hello, Daisy.